In every real estate transaction, something comes up that the buyer or seller may have a question about. But in the heat of the moment, the question goes unanswered. Each episode, I talk with real estate experts and real estate vendors to provide a look at what goes on behind the scenes in the real estate world to get you answers. I blend in local Santa Cruz history, add some tips and tricks, all designed to help you be successful in your next real estate project. Tell your friends you can't talk right now because you are with the Realtor Lady. Today's episode is a, another look at Florida. It's with Lauren Lasky. She is from Florida. She talks a little bit more about Florida. She's from the Southeast area and she talks about impact windows, hanging iguanas. She even touches on frozen iguanas. We've heard about those and uh, what they do in hurricanes. So it was really exciting to actually learn a little bit about Florida from my sunny little shed here in California. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Thank you. Hello, you are with The Realtor Lady and I'm Michelle Vogel. And today we have Lauren Lasky. She's with Sky Lewis Realty in Southeast Florida, but she's gonna talk today a little bit about Florida. So all the things us West Coasters may not know about Florida. And uh, we're going to also talk about HOA communities, which I think you have quite a few more than we have. And I mean, we have some, of course, but I think you have a little bit more and who buys in your area. And uh, yeah, take it away. Tell us about yourself. Okay. Hi, I'm uh, Lauren Lasky. I'm with Sky Lewis Realty. I've been a realtor for just under five years and I am a former school teacher South Florida um, is a very interesting place because we have a lot of transplants, a lot of transplants, Um, Canadians, you know, New Yorkers, New Jersey. Um, So, you know, they always say here, it's not the heat, it's the humidity, because I know other places have a lot of dry heat. So Florida is very hot. (laughs) And I know that people think that, you know, we have hurricanes all the time, but we have hurricane season. And when hurricane season's happening, you do get advance notice. So it will become a tropical storm warning. And then if it gets more serious, it can become a tropical storm watch and then it gets upgraded. And we're always in like a cone. So even when you think a hurricane might hit, it might wobble and go somewhere else at the last minute. So we do have time to prepare. Um, What do you do to prepare? That's a good question. Um, Basically people similar to other places that have storms, we people go out and buy up all the canned goods, all the water uh, generators, um, because of course the power going out when it's really hot is a big fear and people want to run their air conditionings. but mostly food and water, batteries, flashlights. Um, people will put propane in their tanks. You'll see propane lines very long for everyone at the last minute scrambling. Gas lines get very long because people are afraid if there's no power, we're not going to get be able to get gas after. Um, so do you stay in your house? 
I do. Um, <laughs> houses are protected in a couple of different ways. There's like the original aluminum shutters, which they put screws into the drywall. You open up the screw and you hang the metal shutter and you turn the screw and those go all around the house. Those are a lot of work. <laughs> oh my gosh. And um, how, how many have you been through that were like really serious? Honestly, I've lived in Florida since 1992. I would say maybe five, a handful or so that ever have actually, when I've been in South Florida, I was up in Orlando for 10 years. So while I was in Orlando, they had one down here. But um, my son's about to be 17. The last serious one I remember, he was 10 months old. Wow. Okay. And you just battened down the hatches and stayed in the house and then, and it went over. Yes. Are they, are they quick? No, no. And they can be rain events or wind events because depending on which side of the storm you're on, you can get like a very wet and rainy storm or you might get a very windy one. Um, one of the most famous ones is Hurricane Andrew, which happened in 92. So it's changed a lot of our standards, actually, a lot of our building standards. Oh, okay. Because uh, the area that it hit, it literally wiped out down in Miami. And so they changed it where the roof trusses have to be much more reinforced. Like I have where I am now, I have impact windows. Um, So impact windows, you just stay in your house. They're good for up to a category four. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So then you just see like iguanas hanging onto trees and stuff blowing by. (laughs) (laughs) So, and then the other option for hurricane coverage um, are sliders. So those don't look quite as pretty, but they're really much more cost effective than the impact windows. So people will put impact windows for the aesthetics on the front of the house and a lot of times put the rolling shutters on the back. Right. I mean, because if you don't have them all the time, you don't want to look at them all the time. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, our, well, we just had a tsunami that actually came through our Harbor and did some damage. There's some local talk that the number for the damage of the repairs that need to be done is hyperinflated so we can get emergency money for our Harbor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because I was down there right afterwards and everything looked good. And the friend of ours owns a boat and he said, yeah, everything was kind of okay. But, uh, that was kind of our latest. And then, um, in 89, we had a huge earthquake. Okay. Oh yeah. There's not much you can do. Crawl under a table and hope for the best, (laughs) hope for the best. And then people always say with, um, houses like home inspectors will go, Oh, well, you know, the, the, the foundation is a little compromised and, you know, and then people are like, Oh, and an earthquake with that. It's like earthquakes are going to do two things. They're either going to shake your house or they're going to topple your house. There's no, not really. Yeah. There's not much you can do about it. I mean, it is what it is. It sounds like you guys can kind of prepare a little bit for hurricanes at least. Yeah. Thankfully (laughs) that's the upside. But that's that's about it. And then the the humidity. So otherwise, it's. Uh, do you have seasons for that, or is it kind of always like that? So right now, you know, we just had a little bit of a cold snap. We were actually about forty degrees. I and heard your iguanas were freezing. Yeah, we have free, frozen iguanas, and that's <laughs> kind of a crazy phenomenon. And they're they're invasive here, but they're very prevalent. Um, yeah, it was really cold, but mostly the summers are extremely humid. Um, 
but similar to places that have very cold, we're, we're well equipped. Everywhere you go has central air conditioning. Uh, and I do think that you do get acclimated to it because when you come to visit Florida and you feel very overwhelmed by the humidity, yeah, you get used to it. And in fact, uh, you know, for me, it's like, okay, the hotter, the better. I like it. People think it's crazy, um, but you do acclimate to it. And no, yeah, it's not yeah, always it's... as humid. In the summer, it's the most humid and we get a lot of rain. Oh, you do? Oh, Tropical. Yeah. Yeah. Every afternoon at like two o'clock in the summer, you can pretty much set your watch by it. <laughs> so do you just say, I'm not going to meet somebody at that time? Or do you just do what you normally do? I do what I normally do once in a blue moon, because normally it will, it will be very quick. We usually joke, like, if you don't like the weather, wait five minutes because it will pass. You could literally see like dark, dark clouds on one side. And then behind you, you have sunshine. So wow. it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> It's That's not okay. Bad. It moves fast. Yeah. And what do what are the comments that you get from people? I mean, you have them coming from all over. What are they just surprised about how humid it is, or the rain, or what? What do what do people say after they purchase? Um, after they purchase, I mean, most people are pretty. If they've come from a cold climate, they're pretty relieved that they're not going to be shoveling snow, and they're not going. You know, they're going to brag to their friends. They know they're getting lots of company because everyone wants to come here for the, you know, to escape and get a little break from that cold. Not you. I know you have nice weather, but <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful today. But you know, it gets cold. It, it does. gets cold. It yeah. gets cold. Yeah, we we have our cold times where and the, the, and I was just talking to somebody from New Jersey and she was saying that people moved from like California and they seem to be doing fairly well with the cold and I said well that's probably because you can expect weather but in our area you can expect it but we can go from very very cold in the morning to very warm in the afternoon and then back to cold so it's really hard to acclimate because you're just all you're always running at all these different temperatures yeah, we actually have that too. The joke is like eight o'clock is winter, ten o'clock is spring, and and summer is about one p.m. <laughs> oh, I love it. That's a yeah. perfect way to sum it up. Yeah, and but people and with primarily you have East Coasters and Canadians coming in, or I get a lot of East Coast. Yeah, a lot of Northerners like New New York, New Jersey, a ton of Canadians. I do get people from the West Coast from time to time. A lot of times people have ties here. Their grandparents lived here years ago. They right. want to come back. I've gotten calls. I want to buy my parents' old house. Oh. Literally, like I saw it was for sale. So I think that people have very good memories from vacationing here. So I think for that nostalgia and, and the fact that we don't have state income tax. So that's a big draw for people that are coming from out of state. It's a big savings. Um, when you bu are buying a house. Wow. Okay. And, um, and do you have a lot of people buying their primary home or their second home? I get a lot of both. It depends on the area. If you go near the coast, you get a lot of people who are, you know, looking either for a second home. I just got off the phone with someone from New York you know, they'll buy the condos. They want to be close to the beach. But I work with a lot of local families and house hunters as well, just people who are moving within the area. Okay. Yeah, we have a we have a mix of, we're close to the Santa Clara, you know, hub of um, 
Facebook and all that sort of stuff. So we have them moving over. We have UCSC, which is a huge college. And then we have the second homeowner. And then we have people who invest here just because our appreciation is so good. So we, we, and then we have the people that are just trying to move into a bigger house, which is always a struggle because there's so much competition. (laughs) So much competition right now. Is there, yeah, you have multiple offers? Oh, everything is multiple offers. It's is like, that? oh yeah, pulling out all the stops. I say the people going from all ages to 55 and older right now are kind of in the best position because the 55 and older communities are still more reasonably priced than the all ages. Yeah, you have that barrier, but, but um, are there more of them? Is, it, is there more har- housing stock in that? We have a lot of retirees. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There's so um, you have a lot of retirement communities. A lot of. Yes. A lot. A lot of retirement communities. I mean, one is Century Village. The joke is like Cemetery Village because everyone's, <laughs> you know, it's a 55 and older. You know, it's um. there's a lot of them. Yes. And um, we we had actually connected a bit on HOAs and kind of educating the consumer about the, how many communities are in HOA. So that's not just 55. That's just kind of a phenomenon. Yes. Yes. That is, can be all ages or 55 and older. A lot of planned communities that are in the suburbs, uh, every single condo building has, um, you know, is run by, it's not really, it's called a, you know, it's a condo. It's the association. Um, but the housing communities, a lot of them also have the HOAs and they have very strict rules, you know, and very tight governing bodies and, you know, credit requirements, um, some income requirements for buyers. Wow. Yeah. A lot of times they want to hold escrow of an annual of a year's worth of dues or more. I think because of 2008, when I think they were really hit very hard when people couldn't pay mortgages, I think they, you know, really got hurt too. So now they're protecting themselves. Now they figure, you know, that's funny because I remember years ago, I was actually trying to get an HOA to bill us for a year in advance because, Mm -hmm. because my buyer wanted to get used to it and didn't want to have to worry about paying the HOA on time. That was kind of before automatic payments and all that. Right. And they're like, no, 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 we don't want to do that. So that's kind of, <laughs> that's interesting. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so then that would be the same HOA that makes you take your lights down right after Christmas. Correct. Like that. Yes. I, you know, they have pros and cons because when you're in an HOA, you know, your neighbor's houses are always going to look a certain way. There is a standard that they do hold people to. So I think that, is one of the benefits of an HOA and especially in condos, because then they cover your roof. Your insurance policy is much cheaper. So there are, there's definitely pros to them as well. What's your average? So on your all age, uh, not maybe your condo, but your all age, uh, uh, more single family community, what would be the average HOA for that? I would say anywhere from 250 to 500. And that would be maybe the difference between pools and recreational facilities? Correct. Or maybe the number of homeowners. I think that impacts it a lot. If you have right. a very large community, it's, um, you know, they don't need as much. If they hold reserves, there's a lot of factors that will come into play. 
And then 55, that probably would be the same based on the amenities that they offer. A general, yeah, they're, they're all pretty close to between three and 500 as well. Right. And do you sell in both? Oh, yes. Primarily? Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's that? You primarily do, you don't do one or the other, you do a mix of both. Yeah, whatever kind of comes my way. And if I have repeat clients and, you know, refer, it just depends. Yeah. Yeah, I have a hard time getting people's head wrapped around HOAs. So we have, in our area, we have um, multiple mobile home parks from uh, when we were kind of more of a retirement community. And trying to get people to understand, well, actually, there's some costs that you're going to pay in there that you don't have to worry about somewhere else. Or they, they get, you know, they get utilities or build in bulk. They're getting kind of a discount. That's true. You know, there's, there are some advantages to it. And then for people who don't really want to take care of houses, they don't really realize they're like, Oh, I don't like the HOA telling me what to do all the time. I was like, yeah, but you have your weekends free and you don't have to worry about the roof and you don't have to worry about the paint, and, you know? And yeah. So yeah, that that's true. I think, I think people that look at, I think sometimes because it increases your monthly overhead that I think sometimes that messes up people's ratios as well. If they're, you know, on yeah. the plus. Yeah. I have my f- fair share of buyers and sellers who, um, bought their house and didn't do anything on their house. So really it yeah. happens. Um, so what's, what's something surprising about Florida? We didn't know. So I wasn't really, it wasn't until we talked that I really understood the, how many HOA communities that there were. So that was really interesting, but, but what else don't we know? Oh, and we didn't know that hurricanes are probably not that bad. You just kind of <laughs> ride them out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you get a lot of warning <laughs> and you get warnings. I, I, I guess I thought you got warnings, but I, I, I didn't really yeah. put all that together. And what's, what's some other stuff about Florida that, um, you know, it, it's very diverse here because we have so many people from every area. Uh, it's very, I mean, there's a lot of cultural, um, activities that you can get involved in. There's the performing arts centers are very popular. There's, you know, there's a lot to do here more than just Disney world and, you know, the beach, there are a lot of other things that um, are available here. And again, you do get accustomed to the weather and it, it, I mean, I think it's an easier way of life for people who live in a cold place. Cause I remember that biting cold when I moved here, you know, and that's different. Yeah, we rode our bikes the other day and it was like 42. Oh my gosh. And we got to one point I had gloves and, you know, we were all kind of <laughs> not completely suited up. But we were, and we got to one point and I thought, I don't think I'm going to be able to put my brakes on. My hands were so cold. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So was that like earlier or late in the day? That was um, around 8 a.m. Oh, so early. So Yeah, it was really early. Yeah. And is your, your ocean water warm? It is warm most of the time. Um, you probably wouldn't catch a, a Floridian in it now and or like from March forward until the summer. Um, but most of the time, yes, it's it's a pleasure. The, and, and our beaches here on the east side are not really surf worthy, but the water, you know, it's calm. I was going to ask about the yeah. surfing. Yeah. Sometimes. Hurricanes bring good surf. Right. Yeah, the surfers will be out in the hurricanes because the waters are uh, definitely. 
So what are the surfers doing? Are they driving to other areas? Yeah, Cocoa Beach is a, um, is a couple hours north to the west. Um, well, the Gulf is not really good surfing. May, I, I'm not sure. The Gulf Coast is a little bit different. Um, they do have some surf over there. Yeah, I, I always try to imagine. There's surfers in Texas, and I always, I always think, man, <laughs> I want to go there and just see where they're surfing because it just seems so outlandish to me, but I'm sure it's a thing. I think yeah. it must be the water getting trapped in, and I don't but, oh, so there might be some people that take kind of the day to go surfing. Because here it's just jump in your car before you even go to work. That's so cool. Yeah, that's very cool. I mean, we have places like where they do kneeboarding and um, they are supposed to be building one of those. Um, wave pools. Yeah, like a wave yeah. pool. Because that would be cool because people love it on the cruises. You know, like people here cruise like crazy. Oh, because- right. Oh, because we're like Fort Lauderdale, the port, all the ships go out of there. So it's a very easy vacation when you live here. Oh, cruising. I never would have thought of that. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. I'm terrified of them. I always thought they were Petri dishes before COVID. So they it's, are. I'm, they too, are. I'm too germaphobic for it. It just I, freaks me out. I know. I was too. But then you realize it's like such an easy vacation. You just like put it out of your head. <laughs> <laughs> That was interesting about this. But, you know, I, I was saying the surfers go out all the time and it's easy, but, you know, our water is like 50 degrees, 52. I've been to California a handful of times and I remember thinking like, it looks beautiful, but it is freezing. <laughs> there are some days it's so smooth and the sun is out. It's like, come on in. I'm like, oh no, I know better. No way. <laughs> oh God, that's hilarious. And any just... Closing up, any uh, funny stories you have about real estate or people coming to Florida and going, oh, my God, there's iguanas everywhere? Yeah, well, the iguanas are surprising. But um, actually, it's funny because everybody is from somewhere else. Um, and I did move from New York. I it, It's such a small world. It's not just you know a ride at Disney World or <laughs> Disneyland. Um, I, I bought a picture from Facebook Marketplace once. And I walk in and the lady's got stuff everywhere. And of course, me being nosy, I'm like, oh, are you moving? No, we're thinking about it. We're always talking about it. But, you know, we're not sure. And she says, well, we're kind of working with a realtor in Miami, but that's an hour away, blah, blah, blah. So we stay in touch. And a couple months later, she calls me up and she goes, I need you to come sell my house. Okay. Because I had stayed in touch with her, you know, I text her. Yeah. It was right, like right before the pandemic. So I like sent her stuff like, you guys doing okay? And I just kind of stayed in touch. And we actually ended up having a couple of mutual friends. And, you know, so I ended up selling her house and she bought a house. And um, so it's just, you never know, you know, you always got to keep an open mind. And then one other thing that was super funny I went to show a house and the woman standing there looked so familiar. And I said, do you have twin girls? She said, yes. I said, you lived in Orlando. Our kids were in the same three-year-old's class. Oh my gosh. The world's so small. Do you have twins? I don't. She does. Ah. My son is the same age as her twins. They were in school together for two years before they ever knew that they had previously known each other. Oh, wow. Yeah. So so Yeah, Small it's just world. such a yeah, it's a cool business. I just I love it. I I love it. I've been doing it a while and um podcasting and being on doing YouTube stuff has really helped 
re-energize and uh, have some great conversations about real estate. And then the, the whole idea of the podcast was just to give people kind of glimpses of stuff that they they might not really think about, you know, hurricanes. They might think Florida, oh boy, but you know, that's right. probably a good conversation to have because they they might be a little mad at you if they move there and go, wait, what? Nobody told me about this. I know. My one my one client said, I can't put my car in the garage. I go, you'll be fine. I just got to move all your crap on that when the hurricane's coming. <laughs> no, wait, wait. Tell me about this. Wait, what about the car? Wait. Because, because you try to put your car in a garage if you can because of falling <gasps> oh. trees or they can get picked up by wind events. Um, so, you know, if you can park in a garage, but he was joking because he came from Chicago where he had this tremendous house. And I said, all right. And a basement too, probably. A basement. Oh yes. Yeah. We don't have those here. We don't have them either. It's too wet here. Yeah. yeah. And that's I, yeah. funny. Well, you got to leave yeah. your driveway open in case the wind picks up and brings you a better car. Right. Well, that's, that. that's a good point. Right. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Have everything open. Get, get yeah. more stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Well, this was really fun. I, I, I feel like I learned a lot about Florida. I think I'm, I think I want to get somebody from every state, but you know, like Florida is so big and, and, uh, I haven't talked to anybody from Texas yet. I would imagine I'd need like about five realtors to cover all that, <laughs> but I've talked to a few people from California and it's so different from, you know, North to South. It's mm -hmm. so interesting, but the States are, are different. Um, before I let you go, one last question. Do you guys do all the representation or do you have an attorney do it like they do in the East, um, the Upper East Coast? So we are, we have title companies with attorneys, but we do, like I know in New York, they don't write the contracts. We write the contracts. So okay. yeah, how about you? We write it. We do it all. The title company only just handles the money and then kind of deals with the the lender yeah. piece of it. But yeah. wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. This was really, really fun. I really appreciate you being on. Thank you so much. 